Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. And, you know, I turned it back up towards the end of the week and got a bunch of new clients, but I took my foot on the gas, off the gas, and I'm a little disappointed in myself. But other than that, it's been good. So how do you get new clients? Man, just depending on, for me, it's, it's all about just marketing myself, so. I go to real estate meetups where it's just like real estate agents and investors looking to invest. And a lot of contractors just don't go to it because they think it's not for them. But um, I've gotten lucky where they're looking for contractors. So I'll do that. I do paper marketing. I create some new flyers. I'm expanding to a lawn care business. So I, I did all that. So I did all that towards the end of the week. But the beginning of the week, man, I was, I was resting on my laurels. And then I will accept myself because I probably left some money on the table. But um, I got my foot back on the gas, man. I, I had to regroup myself. You going into lawn care now? Going into lawn care now, man. We offering it all, baby. <laughs> we're Max, yeah, Max that's cool. that net, ain't it, boy? Yo, I, why, 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 are you guys, why are you guys talking to me like I don't... Yeah, you can't control... Ah, listen, bro, I'm telling you right now, you feel like that boy. I can tell. Hey, hey, listen. This is the thing, though, Chase. You know how me and Go you ahead. get down. You know how me and you get down. Especially, especially I know you always come through in the summertime. So if if it's like that, then talk to me, bro. Just make sure the numbers is right. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You know, when do I when do I ever sit back and just be like, no, no, I need the money? Except for uh, last year before turn season when I don't want the You know what I'm saying? That's the only time. That's not the point of the situation. Other than that, that's the point of the situation. I just want to make sure you're on the same page. No, 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 no. That's not the point of the situation. The point of the situation is the point of the situation is the fact that you taking advantage of a business relationship. That nobody else gets that advantage for, bro. And you, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just because we cool, I understand that you get a little bit of that stuff equation. But everybody else in the whole world doing B2B relationship work is waiting for their money. You know what I'm saying? They can text the guy. I wish I could text the guy. Text my guy and say, hey, bro, you owe me 10 grand. I need that 10 grand. Hey, hey, 9 o'clock at night. Hey, call me, man. I need that 10 grand. Nah, I don't get to do that. I can't call cookout corporate and say that. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? You missing the point, bro. You missing the point. <laughs> No, 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 no. How many You're times? The point. How, how many times do? How many times? How many times do we say? How many times do 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 it be like, yo, Chase, you owe me this? You be like, hey, bro, I don't, I don't got this. I think I owe you this, and then we handle, right? I just yeah, want to get on the same page, bro. I just want to get on the same page. You keep telling. That's not. That's not. That's not even the argument. That's not even the argument. The argument is the fact that that's my argument. It. That is my no, argument, no, no. bro. The argument is argument. the fact that you. But we're talking about the fact that you got it good. Your life is good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You thought you got good. And then, Dom, right, I, mean, I got to be honest, though. Is, I got to be honest, though, Dom. Is it my fault? Is, is it my fault when we agreed on Net 15? Is it my fault? You know what I'm saying? No, like, it's not you, your fault at all. It's not your fault at all. But not even, at all. Even if you not at all. Dom, I'm just saying, sometimes in Net 15, you don't get it 15. You get it 21. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just part of things. It ain't. They ain't. They ain't. They ain't. They ain't. They ain't. Means it's just yeah. cut on the 15th day. They nobody, but nobody else says day. that though, Dom Joe. Nobody else says that. Like, cookout don't tell me that shit late. Why guys don't tell me that late? Like, you telling me, you want me to give you any excess privileges that don't everybody get. Bruh. That's the point that you missed. Look, look, this just, is thing. This people are talking about just say that. Just say that. Just say that. Everybody else don't get that. Everybody else is working. We all working. We don't get paid. You gonna get paid. Listen. This is the thing though, bro. Me and you, bro, we more like, like, why would you, why would you do that though? You know what I'm saying? It keeps every, it makes everything better. It's like, we, you don't have that relationship 
with cookout because you don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know me. All you got to do is say one thing, bro. That's all you got to do. And then, and then, and then, and then, and I'm gonna keep it real. That's what happened. Talk about I, I, I cut it on the, I cut it on the 15th. That's not what happened. Listen, number one, I, number I cut one, it on the 15th. Out. Yeah, you cut it on the 15th. I don't complain about that. No, this is the thing though. It says, so say cookout, right? I, if I send cookout an invoice, man, I'm door knocking if they say, yo, if they say, uh, you sent me this invoice, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm not giving you that. Like, that, I don't got that there. So I don't got this. How can you door knock with somebody with corporate might be in California? Or, I'm just saying and, uh, it's a real problem. I'm just saying, Chase. The, the, same, like, the, same the same way I send you an invoice, right? And then you'd be like, "Yo, I don't got like uh, I got something different, man. Here's what I'm sending you." I'm like, "All right, cool." Now, if if Cookout did that to me, it'd be a real problem. You see what I'm saying? Nah, but that's I understand, what, you say, I, I understand so, what you're saying, but you argue you argue so the wrong it. thing. What's the problem? So. Now, if your invoice says $0 is owed, that's on you. Max. You know what I'm saying? I said, I, just said, I, just, again, I just said, scrap that invoice. I said, okay, mistake. Okay. If, All right. if that's what it is, then okay, then whatever. Boom. Okay. There's more so than you a, said, y'all more have, than, y'all, you have different hours work than, than, than he does, what you're telling me, is what I'm hearing. Nah, I mean, it's just, a, it's, it's really, Dom Joe just want to be on the same page, man. You know what I'm saying? That's it, bro. Yeah. Hey, that's you what I'm me? telling you, too. And that's the whole argument of the situation. Dom Joe is treating this relationship. He's yeah. taking advantage of that's- our tight relationship and the communication that he expects from us, too, bro. And I'm telling you that everybody don't get that right there. Yo, know, what I'm saying is it only makes sense, though. It makes sense. But at the same time, at the same time, you got to understand, you you got it good. You got it good, man. And, when she, and, and I feel like I be feeding it. I be feeding it to you. I be feeding it to you. I be feeding it to you. And then when I take it away a little bit, it's, it be like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. I need them numbers. I need them numbers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's how I feel like I'm this side. Hey. Hey. Hey, Dom. When he treats you like a regular customer, you get upset is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. A regular customer. I'm not a customer, though. You're a client. I'm sorry. What do you want to call it? When he treats you like everybody else, you get upset. Is what I'm hearing. You want special treatment? Is what I'm hearing, Dom. Oh yeah, he want real special treatment. I don't even let. I don't even let the, my employees get this much communication. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, Dom. I, I want. I don't want to be on Chase's side, Dom. But you are a proponent of over communication, so I, I, I find it hard not to believe Chase. I find it hard not to believe. You're a what proponent you of over communication. You love over communication, bro. You do, and you don't yeah, trust nobody. Okay, okay. So I, well, I believe what Chase is saying. Why? Why wouldn't you believe what he's saying? This, I think. Oh, okay, these are facts. My, my thing is facts. Uh, my thing okay. Is, we facts. All right, we facts it. All right. I just want to make sure I was on the right. Yeah, this is all like. facts. I don't think any okay. of us is, okay. is fabricating nothing. I think this is just a, like a straight up. You know what I mean? The difference in ideals right now. You know what I'm saying? But keep it a bean, though, dog. Be, be this, be that, be consistent, bro. I want the same person every day, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I do too, bro. I do too, bro. 
so listen to this. Listen to this right here. So let's say we got a, I got a company and I make a hundred, a hundred grand a month in monthly recurring revenue. I invoice on the first every month. You know, sometimes them checks don't make it till 45 days. You know, the next month. I'm, but I'm budgeting like it's a hundred dollars, it's a hundred grand coming in this month. I have expenses that I'm going to budget thinking that I'm going to get these checks. When them checks don't come, everybody got to adjust. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just the fact that the situation is. I wish I had clients and I had business partners that I could text and be like, Hey man, make sure that joint there on the 14th be, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that joint there on the 14th, 15th. I'm saying in real life situations, when I, when I'm, even if I'm invoicing for a hundred grand each month, I don't know when they're going to come. I don't know when I'm, I'm not controlling that. Only thing I can do is keep on sending them an email saying, hey man, it's past due, past due. You know, I don't have the privilege of door knocking because a lot of my clients is, is outside of where I live at. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I, and I definitely can't text them. I definitely can't text them and be like, hey yo, listen man, listen. This joint, hey, I need to know them numbers. I need to know them numbers. I need to know when that check is cut. And I need to, I need to make sure everything's solid. You know what I'm saying? Send me a picture of that envelope once it goes into the mail, and I'm gonna be waiting, <laughs> waiting at the mailbox for the next three, four days. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, man. No. I just think, bro. This is the crazy thing, man. The way we started, bro. We always, you know, what I'm saying, two summers ago, you feel me? We talked about, okay, boom. What was you sending? I don't even talk about the deadline, bro. For real, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> I'm not even talking hey, about. I'm not even talking about. Only thing I know is this, bro. Dom Joe's Dom Joe's check always there. His, Dom, his check always there, man. He just get a little hot and he get a little frustrated, and it makes me frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I miss it by a couple yeah, days, I'm not, bro, my check's start, not there, bro. It, hey, man. When I start missing it by a couple days, man, and, and I ain't check the numbers, and, I, and the communication's going downhill, then all of a sudden, man, I'm telling you, bro, your skirt all in the air. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, all in the air. Because, yo, this is the thing, bro. This is the thing. It don't matter what you say. We, we work like partners, bro. You feel me? So I want to know. I want to make sure we on the same page, bro. And it's just like a right, like anything else, man. When I don't know what's going on, man, I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, what, what's going on? You feel me? <laughs> we got, we got, hey, bro, we, we got the same page, bro. We on the same page. We got good communication for a month. And then two weeks go by. Oh man, yeah, I'm sorry, I ain't even look at that joke. Man, I'm like, what? <laughs> All you gotta do is look at the numbers. Oh, just, just tell me what you got, bro. That's it. Hey, Boom. And here goes another problem. Here goes another problem with the situation. So I got an invoice. That's the official invoice that goes out to the client, right? And Dom Joe got his own invoice that he sends to me to make sure that you know what I'm saying the payments is correct. So this is the issue with the situation. We need to be working on one invoice. You know what I'm saying? We need to be working we on always one invoice. Work Nah, 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 bro. Bro. We need to work on one invoice. You need to get rid of your QuickBooks. <laughs> you need to get rid of your QuickBooks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're gonna send it. We're gonna send the invoice from this from this one right here, and then you know what I'm saying. You need to see what invoice number that is, then I go check the invoice number. And be like, yeah, that's not paid yet. All right, let's go ahead and get that paid that that check paid for you. But you know, right now I gotta go check the invoice, see what number it is. Have I paid this one out yet? Have I paid this one out out yet? All right, now what's the split up for this invoice? You know what I'm saying? What do you be working on the same invoice, man? Streamline, hey, streamline hey, communication. Hey. Right, See, Dom Joe got, got good communication. Dom Joe got good communication, but not efficient communication. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Listen. <laughs> so you want, so listen, Chase, cause you know, you know, you know how we work. I got the, you want everything in one app, like my daily report and my invoice in one app, boom, and then send that around and then be good. 
But you know, no, the no, no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about, I'm talking, I'm talking, talking about, invoice. I'm talking about on the invoice that I send. You CC'd on all the invoices. Everybody that we do regional agreements with, we CC everybody on invoice. So no, no, nobody's in the dark as far as what invoice is going out. Send you the invoice, you CC'd on it. Then we just keep the email thread going on that invoice right there. You know what I'm saying? You send me an email. You should say the this is the the labor that was on for oh. this invoice specifically. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that thread should keep, keep that keep, same keep communication. Keep it all on the same. I got you. Keep it all on the same thread. See, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? This is the first time you brought that up to me, man. One thing I can do, I can be coachable. That's 22 minutes. Hey, that's 22 minutes of good TV. All right, that's good. You made a good TV, man. But here goes um. Hey, I told you going to be it was a conversation I wanted to get into today, man. Um, so I had this realization, and I might have had this realization a while back, but at the end of the day, I realized that it don't matter if you're good. It don't matter if you work hard. If you're not, if you're not, if you're still not making your own decisions. So I'm saying that to the fact of I used to think that success is if I work harder than anybody else, if I'm a good person, I don't get in no trouble, and then I got the skills. So let's say one, one, I work hard. I'm not working people. I know I'm not, nobody else putting in more time to me. Two, I'm not getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? This is not an issue. This is not an issue. Three, I got the skills. Like I got qualifications. I'm decent. I'm solid. I got a good skill set. And that should be the formula for success. Should it or should it not? See, here's the thing, Jace. I, I understand. I agree with you, but that's a formula that we've been taught in our head through schooling and like following the, crowd for success so yes if you want to be successful in like you're working for somebody and want to you know have a career of mediocrity yes that's a formula for success but that's why they're saying our schooling system hasn't changed for over 100 years and it literally teaches us just to be able to follow the norm and be good workers it doesn't teach you to be an entrepreneur so a good worker is successful yes if you just work hard and do what you're told i agree with you but being an entrepreneur takes more. Everyone works and hard. Sa- and I'm even saying to the point to the fact of it don't matter if you work hard. It don't matter if you're a good person. It don't matter if you are uh, qualified, PhD, uh, all ACC, all American, 4-3, 4-2, whatever you want to contain, whatever spilled. Like, it doesn't matter how good you are. If somebody else is making your decision, is making a decision based on paying you, not paying you, um, where you go, where you're not going, it don't matter. That stuff don't matter, man. You can put in as much time, as much effort, as much practice, get as many PhDs, get as many qualifications as you want, be as good as a person as you want, and somebody can still cut you. And somebody can still say you're not, uh, you're not worthy. You're not, you're not, you're not this. Like, I don't care how hard you work. I'm giving it to this person. Or I don't care. I don't care how many degrees you got. Like, I'm giving it to this person. Somebody's still in control of your decision of what is this. So, so, oh, that's a wash. That's what I'm sitting here saying. Dumpster, what you think? I agree with you. Um, I mean, per, I, I feel the same exact way, man. So, me personally, I have a, two examples of this. Um, one of my homeboys, shout out my man, shout out my man Troy Evans, man. He just got cut from the team that I was on in Nebraska. Hands down, best wide receiver. Hands down, best wide receiver. Uh, might I don't know what it was from. It sounds like it was probably a little um. Probably a little like locker room drama. Anyway, got released in week four. You know what I'm saying? Just like that's like, man, I that's that's the part of the life I don't miss. Not being not being in control of my own decision. And uh that's one thing that that's one th- 
that's one problem that I had with my brother leaving. Like, obviously, you know, I support my brother, you know, um, love him, hope he does well. And uh, he made the decision that he felt was best for him. But we two totally different people. You know what I'm saying? I've been cut too many times. Like, people think, oh, Dom, you know, you work with your dad and blah, blah, blah. Like, man, I've been fired more times than my head can spin playing football, man. So one thing I knew coming up into the coming up into the corporate America was I'm gonna get on the winning team or a team that I can control my destiny and, and go from there, you know. So I made it a point I'm never working for nobody again. And I bet my I bet I bet on myself making a million dollars before I let the, the man hand it to me. You know what I'm saying? But that's Ooh. just the way I feel. Let him know. Hey, I agree with you, but I think there's a difference though between being financially successful. And having financial freedom. I think there's a big difference a lot of people miss. Yeah. Yeah. What you go ahead and talk to it? What you gotta talk yeah, to? Yeah, delve about? into that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can be financially successful, work for a company your whole life and, you know, make it big, but what you forget is if that company makes cuts and you, they no longer see you as an asset, you're gone. So that whatever you're making a year, that's gone. And if you're not prepared to live without that salary, I then mean, I don't know what to tell you, but if you are to be financially free, where you are literally making your own decisions and you work for yourself, can't no one tell you you're fired? Yeah, you can lose a client, but that client can't then go tell you where you can go get other clients. You can go make money from other people. But if you work for somebody else and your boss fires you, he's literally telling you, you can't work for this company anymore. You need to go out, hire somebody else. You need to go interview somebody else needs to tell you that they value what you bring to the table and then tell you what they're going to pay you for your value. But when you work for yourself, you value yourself, you set your price, and yet, while you can lose a client here and there, you're not losing your job, you're not losing your company, it's different. So, financial success and financial freedom, two totally different things that I don't think people get, and that's the problem that a lot of people bring up, is that school, like our, like our schooling system, teaches you to be financially successful, it does not teach you to be financially free. And that's why, I, I don't care how much you make... I don't care how much you make. I don't care if you just signed $30 million guaranteed. I don't care how much you make. If you're not in control of your time, you're not in control of your decisions, everything else doesn't matter, man. Your gift, how hard you work, good person, it doesn't matter. Like, nothing else matters. If somebody can sit there and, and make a decision over you or somebody can say, hey, you can't go here. Like, let's just say, like, you got a, a daughter or something that has a recital and you want to go to the recital, but your boss says, no, nah, you got to work here or else you're fired. You got to work today or else you're fired. We don't got nobody else to cover this. You know what I'm saying? That stuff, that stuff is stuff that you can, like, you can't put a price on that. You can't put a price on that, man. And it's extremely yeah, important to the fact, it's extremely important to the fact of, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to promote, and I think this, our brand as CTC podcast is to promote entrepreneurship. And, you know, even more importantly, to take it even further, to promote, uh, minority entrepreneurship. Because at the end of the day, minority, minorities in this community, I think we have been brought up to think that, you know, we work hard. And we'll eventually hit financial freedom, but it's really what you're saying, Max, is financial success. Um, and but but ultimately, that's not the day. That's not the reason. That's not the way that this thing is going to work. That's not the way that you're going to be able to control your own destiny. I'd rather put control. I'd rather control my own destiny. Why are we scared to control our own destiny? Why is it the fact of um, generations before us? I mean, I, I hope that it's starting to change now, but currently, and everybody older than us, really is is behind the fact of. Um, they don't, they're scared to put the destiny in their own hands. Like, there's very few people that's not scared to put their destiny in their own hands. That's, that's a minority. Why is that? 
Well, and so I don't, I don't want to, you know, take it too, too delve into our racial thing, but minority wise, but you also got to think generations before us, they were bred to like fly under the radar, follow the rules because to them, if you did it, it was honestly a life and death matter. So it, it's hard in, in some senses where you look at them now and they are not teaching their kids, take a chance. But then on the other hand, you look at them and if their kids like, Hey, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like I want to start my own company. You see a lot of people who are in, you know, even places where they're not financially freedom or they haven't had financial success. They're like, like, are you crazy? You can't do that. Like you don't have a safety net, this and that, like you need to work your whole life and then work your way up and hopefully make a lot of money. But those same people, if those kids were like, I want to be a professional athlete, they're like, yes, you do, do whatever you can to make that. That's the, your only way out. So it's, it's just what they know and they've been bred their whole life to think, well, their only way out or their kids only way out is to be professional athletes. But if they took that same mentality to entrepreneurship, there would be a lot more kids who had that success, even though they don't have that backing to where they can take a chance and maybe fail and have, uh, you know, a money pot. Like a lot of, you know, people who aren't minorities have that money pot because of generations of wealth. It's like until that gap shifts, if they thought about it the same way they think about when their kids say, I want to be a professional athlete, and they pour all their energy and heart and soul into it and hope their kid makes it, it would make a big difference. I think, I'm going to keep it a buck on this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck on this podcast real quick before you go, Don Joe. Um, it comes down to the, the fact of, um, and this is just my personal opinion, the haves and the have-nots. You know what I'm saying? The haves and the have-nots, man. And the, and, the, and the earlier you get into... Um, existence, you're going to see the haves have consistence and, 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 uh, success throughout generations, wealth throughout generations. The have nots are continually trying to find a way to get to the point where it's financially free, not just for you at, a, at this moment in time, but for your grandkids in a moment in time. Um, so my idea is the fact of the reason why we have tried to go up a route where we're just looking for the easiest route to get paid as much money as possible, even if that is working for somebody. Um, even if that is working for somebody. Because that seems like the path of least resistance. Be a good, be, be a good boy. Mm, that's not, that's, that, that's, they don't want to hear that. Be a good boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be a good boy. Yeah. Pay you this, pay you this bucks, pay you this millions. And now you can, you can, you know what I'm saying? Provide opportunity for your family or whatever. You're rich. You're not wealthy. You're rich. You're not wealthy. Um, and the only way that, and I heard a story the, the other day where a guy was like, um, yo, I can do all these business deals. This person will let me do all these business deals with him, but he won't let me do no real estate deals with him. He says only real estate is for his family. You know what I'm saying? And that just shows you the mindset of people that are understanding, like, this is how you do it right here. Real estate, development, land, um, uh, all these things that is going to be here over time. Um, that's how you, that's how you keep money coming in. Um, to that point, but you also got to see, okay, yeah, that takes a while to get to, and you can get to that point through different streams. You can get that to that point by making a good salary. You can get to that point by starting your own business, but you also got to be educated in how to build a wealth that's going to last not only for you, but for your kids, kids. Um, so that's why I think it is. I think it's a path of least resistance and the path of least resistance prior to us has not been entrepreneurship. It's been, it's been doing a job for somebody else that is ultimately in control of whether you're going to be able to make this and not be able to make this, right? 
But now I think there's a, there's a shift in the culture to the point where entrepreneurship, man, is allowing us has been has become so flexible with, um, you know, the 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 gig economy where you have you know Ubers and Lyfts, and I'm not saying that you can become a millionaire like that, but then you got um, more opportunities for it's easier for us to create businesses. It's easier for us to be successful in business. It's easier for us to have the 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 tools necessary to build a successful business um, today in today's day and age. So I think it's very important for us to be able to educate everybody, but minorities particularly with us being three young African-Americans with their own jobs on how to do this, how to start something, what are the steps to start it, and uh, what's the importance between the money that you make and why it's better than somebody else paying you the money. So go ahead, Dom. Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard you, Chase. Uh, yeah, you, you actually took what I was about to say, man. But um, that was, that was a tremendous monologue. But um, I'm gonna add to it. Um, I think that uh, it's definitely imperative that the um halves, the educated ones, go back and talk to the schools, man. Because I've I've been there and I've done it, man. And they they need they need to know that number one, it's tangible, and number two. Just how to do it, like what what a day is like, what what running a business entails. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's too many high school kids that don't even think like that. Which brings us to my next point: it's okay to work for somebody, right? It's okay to work for somebody, but because I mean, everybody got to start somewhere. But I feel like we need to have that mindset of okay, while you're working for that boss, think about how you could run the company, you could run your own company. So go to work with an owner's mindset, even though you're not there yet, it's important to go to work. Like, okay, you, you know, how am I going to turn this into my own thing? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's important too. I definitely, I definitely agree with y'all. So, and the one thing I'll add, it's, it's like, you know, for, for generations, we didn't know any better. All we knew was keep your head down. But now with the internet age, you know, for lack of a better term, the, the, the old gatekeeper of like the old, uh, I don't know, but I would say like the old white man gatekeeper to your success is gone with the day of the internet. You're like, you don't have to ask somebody if your product's great and then that they can put it out there. You can buy Google ads. You can, you can buy Instagram to advertise your stuff. You can put your stuff on YouTube and people can find it without you having to go through somebody else to validate if they think your idea is good or not. So. It's definitely a shift, but it's also about letting people know. For example, real estate has always been a, a big thing for me, but that's been because I've been around people who have real estate properties and they've kind of taught me and told me the way. For example, I go to foreclosure auctions and I don't see anyone who looks like me there. Honestly, I don't see anyone. And I, and I just look around. And I'm like, well, when I was younger, I didn't even know about these auctions, but people I've been around have told me about it. So I, I, I agree with Don when he says like you, we have a responsibility to teach the younger generation, but also people have the responsibility of doing their research. Like it can be out there. For example, people don't know you might not have a lot of money. If you're a new home buyer, anything under $500,000, you can get a hundred percent financing for where you don't have to have any money for a down payment. And you can buy your first rental property with having $0 in the bank for down payment. And you can rent it out and make money off that. So it's, it's just educating the people and people also knowing about what is available to them. Uh, exactly. And I think it's, think the things that we do as far as, um, 
us having our own businesses currently, I think that also provides opportunity for us to teach and for people to see. Because, um, you know, I think that myself, Dom, you, we all seen um, our parents be entrepreneur minded. So it, you really got to see it. So that's one thing that I, I'm very proud of with Helping Hands is the fact that uh, we are all running this. We're also giving opportunity to a lot of minorities that working at the ground level that see, oh, dang, these kids are, you know what I'm saying? Are these, these young, these young entrepreneurs are, they, they look like me. They come from where I come from. You know what I'm saying? I go up to, I go up to Philly and I see Dom Joe got a whole bunch of kids, a whole bunch of his team, his, um, his, uh, his, uh, athletes that he, that, that work with him and, and a whole bunch of things. His friends, his peers, like he's hiring them. He's paying them checks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's big, man. Just for the psyche of somebody to understand, like, yo, we can we can we can probably do something like this ourselves. This isn't something that's that's not attainable. This is something that we're trying to provide opportunity of seeing the fact of okay, this is how you do it. You guys can do it. Let me show you how I how I did it, um, and just paying it forward, even to a situation where we're not old. We're thirty. You know what I'm saying? We're thirty. We're young millennials that that think that you know. Anything that anything that that person can do, I can do. That's the only thing that makes us different is that some people see it as unattainable. And it's my goal to make everybody understand that this is attainable. And not only is it attainable, but it's going to be imperative for you in the next decade to get on board with working for yourself. Or else you're going to be left behind. You're going to be left behind. And it's not only going to be you left behind, but it's going to be your, your kids' kids left behind. So um, I'm encouraging everybody listening to this podcast. If you have an idea, reach out to me, reach out to Dom, reach out to Max, send us messages and, you know, we can provide some free counseling, some business counseling on what we think about the the idea. We've had some great guests on here that are doing their own thing, but implement, man, implement. Don't just think about it and say, I can't do it. It's out of reach. That mindset is a, that mindset is a imprisoned mindset. If your mind is imprisoned, we can't do nothing for you. If your mind is in prison, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta get out of your own way. You gotta get out of your own way. And, yeah. Hey, you gotta get out your own, you gotta get out your own way, man. Cause we can't, we can't sit here and, and, and take you out of the, out of that. That's, that's not even, you, that's not even no bars. That's not even no bars. You walking around in prison. You know what I'm saying? You walking around mentally in prison, man. I can't, I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it. It's too much opportunity out here. It's too much opportunity out here. And we sitting here thinking that. I need somebody else to write me this check or else I'm not going to be able to make it. No. That's why, you know, me and Dom Joe, we talked about this off camera, but off, off record, but APJ, that's my man right there. But we, we both didn't agree with that decision. We both didn't agree with that decision. One, because Dom Joe's dad built this from in his, uh, in his business partner, built this thing from the ground up, not only for Dom and APJ, but for their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like and and I'm of the thing of that we pass it down and yeah this can go away any day, but we passing this down to the to the future. I'm even told Dom Joe I'm like yo, yo your dad's company gonna be there and maybe that's the, the same situation that APJ says. But if it was me, I would start another one so that we have two people at the table instead of one team person at the table. And that's kind of how I look at helping hands because my dad has his own company that I worked for for a little bit, and you know he still wants me to work for it. But at the end of the day, my thought process is yo. You're doing fine. You're doing good. At the end of the day, let me try to get something that can get up to the same level as that. And then in this city, in this state, we will have two businesses that are black owned that's going to be able to represent and say, okay, this is how we speak. We're going to have two seats at the table, not one seat at the table. 
when ultimately it comes down to how many seats is at the table. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. That's a go, and then, and, that's and, a go and, behind and, my and, everything. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. APJ's full motive, Dom. So that you know, I, I didn't think about the context. <laughs> but in overall, we do see a lot of the time that we are so quick. Minorities in general, when we make success, we're so quick to leave our community and not put money back in the community or, or, or do our due diligence to make sure that the community knows how to do it. So, like, for example, in real estate, a lot of we, people don't invest in up-and-coming communities until they've already been gentrified. So, you know, that's a lot of people, and mainly Killer Mike, he said, you know, these entrepreneurs, even rappers, NBA athletes, whatever it may be, when you leave your community, you should leave your community with at least you know, two or three rental properties that you own in that community to make it better for that community and then come back and teach the community basically how to fish, how you do it. So, like, it's just something like your brother said, like, your brother came up in your dad's company, got successful, and then as soon as he got a quote-unquote better offer, he decided to leave. But he could have stayed, and if he wanted to make more money, he could have worked harder and either owned his own, started his own thing, or... You know, took on a bigger role in your dad's in your dad's company would be what I would think he would do, in the hopes of taking it over. But like I said, I, I can't speak for him because I don't know personally why he left. I'm sure he had many reasons. But what we continue to see is that as soon as we become successful to a point, we think that being successful as a minority is not enough. We want to be validated and leave. Facts, yeah. I think um, I think that's a people problem. To be honest with y'all, I think it is. My I think it's just. Magnified because we are minorities, but True. I think I think that's a, a people problem in general, man. But I mean, hey, I agree with everything I said, man. I'm just glad we all on the same page with with, with all that. Uh, truthfully, man, I don't even really, man. Me, we this been going on for like a month, man. So you know what I'm saying. I don't even feel like talking about it no more. Only thing I'm saying is get out the passage. One thing I'm saying is get out the passenger seat, man. <laughs> get out the back seat. You know hey, what I'm bro, saying? You, get out the back seat. Get out the passenger <laughs> seat. Right. Drive the car. Buy your own car. And let's put it on the road, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to have the nice yeah, Ferrari. And you don't got to have the nice... Uh, Max knows all the cars, man. All those nice cars. Yeah, you don't got to have that, man. You can have I do know about cars. You don't love my cars, baby. You cannot have... You can have the... You can have the... Uh, the hoopty. The hoopty out on the road, but I'm, I guarantee you're gonna feel better driving that hoopty than you are gonna be riding the riding in the back seat of the Ferrari. Or the, the Ferrari even got a back seat. So let me oh. so let me let me let me piggyback off what you said, Chase, because I'm sure you all know, but people who are entrepreneurs, I don't think they know the feeling. And we all well, except from Chase, like Chase, obviously you were in the NFL, and then so that's kind of working with somebody else. But me and Dom started off working for somebody else. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that working for somebody else is the worst thing ever. If you got to start there, you got to start there. All I'm saying is I've been on both sides where I've worked for somebody else and looked forward to Friday and I've I have my own company and I don't know what a weekend is. The difference in like energy, enthusiasm and the, the just validation you get from closing deals and it's your own money. I mean, it is just night and day. I'm telling you, like you don't look for Friday when you own your own company. You just are look like, for Friday, I'm, man. I used I'm to look for to lunch. It. That's I used it. To look for lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, bro. You are. Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. With you. you count the hours. You count the hours in an eight-hour day. It's just a difference. Like you can't. It's hard to explain that difference when you're working for yourself. It really is. It is, man. And to be honest with you, I remember that was that was one of my first films. That's good you put that up, man. That was one of my first films. When I first started helping hands, and I was like, dang, like how am I going to pay these people? Like. 
I just didn't know how everything was going to go. Once that first check came, I said, ooh, we can do this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, it's different. It's different, man. Yeah, straight up, man. Yeah, man. All right, well, we done already went off on that rant for a long time. There's probably a whole bunch of things in there that you guys could pull out for the gas of the week, man. But ultimately, I was trying to tell you, man, I love this analogy of get out the back seat, get out the passenger seat. No matter how nice that car is, man, when you put your hands on that wheel, you can push that gas, you can push that brake. You know what I'm saying? That's a different, that's a different thing right there, man. I, <laughs> hey, line me up. I got Line you. me up against my hoopty against anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be good. Win or lose. That I'm, that I'm in control of how fast or how, how, how fast or how slow my car can go, man. And, uh, it's go, it's, it's just a great feeling. So, and it's important, man. It's important because the, the next 10 years, everybody's going to have, everybody's car going to be out there, man. Everybody's car going to be out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, this is an opportunity for everybody in our, in our generation, young generations to, to go ahead, take a leap, man. Take a leap of faith. Um, start something. And I used to have this argument in French all the time. You don't have to have money to start something. I promise you. You don't have to have money to start something. And I, that's, that's no. one of my biggest, my, my biggest, strongest, like, beliefs is that you do not need capital to go start a company. I promise you that. You don't. I promise you that. Zero nope. dollars. So, what, what, um, what, what guest told us, uh, suggested to re- read the book, The Lean Startup? Who, who I think it was Kristen. She's, she's, yeah. she's on this week. So, uh, she's, she has a good one. So they'll, they'll, well, uh, I, t- I got it. And I tell everybody, look, if you don't have any money and you want to just start being an entrepreneur and making passive income, be a first-time home buyer. They will finance 100% of the house, find a good deal that you can rent out, and start from there. You can make you know anywhere from three to $1,000 a month just off doing nothing. So you don't need any money. You don't need any money to start. Yeah, I don't think nobody needs, yes. I don't think nobody needs any money, man. You could do anything nowadays and age. Everybody's a consultant. YouTube pays people. Instagram's paying people. YouTube, I mean, cra- it's Instagram influencer. Yeah, It'll matter. It does not matter. Yeah. You just gotta make yourself be financially so, viable. That's this all brings me into the conversation of: Did y'all guys hear about the the uh, people paying to get their kids into the schools? Uh, the cheating on the tests and oh, all yeah. stuff like that. But that <laughs> I'm gonna get y'all. I'm gonna get oh, y'all yeah. opinion on that. But that comes down to the same thing that we just said, man. Like when you have it, you gonna do everything you can to keep it. You gonna do everything you can to keep it, man. So that means getting little Johnny into Harvard, so that our our, our little family keeps its prestige. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay you six mil to get in there. You know what I'm saying? I pay you six million to get in there. I pay, <laughs> pay you three million to get in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the same time, like we might not have that 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 idea, but I see like we're okay with not even trying to get to that point, and they trying to they trying to stay there to the point where they they gonna do anything they can. They will do anything they can to make sure that when I'm gone, that that this this last name is still this this net worth. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what's your guys' opinion on those people that are that did everything from having other people take their kids' tests to to to, to faking athletic scholarships? <laughs> I ain't never heard of nothing like that, but but now that I think about it, <laughs> I ain't now, never heard that. Hey, now that I think about it, man, that's a whole bunch of people that were showing up at uh, JPJ to eat. Then I like, hey man, what sport you play, bro? There was. <laughs> You're right about that. You are right about that. Hey, look, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's, I think it's messed up because you're at that same time, you're hindering other people who like have really legitimately worked hard and to get that entrance fee. So I don't agree with it. I think they should be, you know, penalized to the full extent of the law, especially because they've locked up people of color, especially minority women of a lady who transferred, used her father's address 
to put her son into a better school district. So I think they should bring that same energy to all these affluent people who can afford to pay. But I get it. I get it. When you're at the top, you don't want to lose it. And you, I get the grind if you'll do anything. Now, I think you should do anything in a legal ramification. But if you own a company, do everything you can to make your company successful. But in a legal matter. So I get it, but I don't agree with how they went about doing it. Like, you should have went about doing it as your kid should have worked harder to study and get the grades themselves. I don't get it, bro. I'm going to keep it a bean. I'm going to keep it a bean, dog. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because... I don't understand, bro. There's, just because you didn't get into Harvard, like, is that the message that you want to send to your kid, though? Like, you have to get in here or else you'll be nothing. That's basically what you're saying. There's so many schools out here, man. It's a million ways to be successful. If your kid ain't got it, he or she ain't got it. Go to Temple. You know what I'm saying? Go to the school. You feel know I me? Mean? But there's other ways that much access to whatever you want. There's so many other ways to, to stay ahead of the buck by just going to some prestigious cool that's that's 100 percent ego right there for me and the funny thing is man you know it's crazy the snitch is the bull who brought together the whole thing he was the whole <laughs> he's right about that he's right about that you're right about that but, yo but i really do hope they roof everybody involved with these years man because um i agree i agree you know what I mean? just because you know they they do they do minorities bad with fed time man so i don't want to see that absolutely little- yeah, Absolutely. I want to see that little the little mom from um from Full House get get a little uh two years and out in thirteen months off good behavior. No, man. no, 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 no. Throw the book at her. Throw the book at her. Like they do everybody else. Like they do, like they do our people. Throw the book. Yeah, man. Because Fed time is at least ten for real, bro. Like absolutely. Time, I mean, when you messing with the feds, that's one other thing too, man. That's why, yo, and talking to young kids, man, stay out of trouble, man. If, if, if you notice recently, Donald Trump, Takashi Six Nine, these people, the feds don't miss, bro. When they come, wow. they come and they, they come do. hot. <laughs> yeah, and they don't they don't come early. They wait. Yeah. They make sure they got you before they come. But my thing is like, yeah. look, hey, you know we know people, and you see all these scandals like UNC about having fake class so after the past and the uproar that that got. But at least them dudes did everything they could and their athletic abilities and they didn't, you know what I'm saying, find a, 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 a shortcut to making it to their athletic abilities and making UNC. So, all right, maybe did academically, but if you're going there for academics and you're finding, and you know what I'm saying, and your shortcut is, I'm just going to pay you millions of dollars. Come on. You, you need to have the same, bring the same energy. If not more. If not more, to be honest. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right, man. Well, we're going to get off here. This 50 thing. How you feel? How you feel hey, about man, it? Hey, man, I already done said how I feel about it. I think that, hey, if it was me, I would be trying to get Johnny into Harvard, too. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't, right. work, I didn't yeah. work my butt off. I didn't work my butt off for Johnny to mess it up. <laughs> and the way things is going right now, it looks like he going to mess it up, man. You know what I'm saying? The way things is going right now, <laughs> it looks like he going to mess it up, bro. So, um, I feel you. Like at the end of the day, said, man, yeah, like, I, I got you. You got to stay. You got and I don't know what Harvard's going to do for them. Like, I don't know what that's going to do for them, but obviously they think it's going to do something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, but they got to have, they got to have some reason that, that they trying to get my man into Harvard, Yale, whatever, some prestigious spot. Some reason in their head, cause they're not just passing out money to pass it out. I promise you. There's, re- there's methods behind the madness. So, um, and you know, just like how we trying to get educated on what we trying to know and we trying to educate people, like, hey, there's still a lot of education that we don't know at the top. 
You know what I'm saying? So don't ever think that they that they just out here just spinning just to spin. Nah, there's some reasons behind it. There's some reasons behind that. So um whether it's knowing the people that are gonna be in in um in prime positions in the government, all that different type of stuff comes into play, man, to make a power decision. So um it's a it's a lot of things that go into it, I You're think. Right about that. Um so hey, one thing I learned is the people at the top, they don't care about how much money they spend. All they care about is a return on investment. That the money they spend, they don't care. It's not a there's no number in their head. It's what can they get back for that money. Facts. Facts. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and take. I'm taking the gas this week. I told Dom Joe I'm taking the gas this week, man. Because uh, first of all, I think I came. Go ahead. I think I came a little watered down on Janelle's episode, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this thing together this week, man. Um, so I was recently talking about how uh, you know I'm back in the gym, back in the gym lifting weights, and you know I was telling Dom Joe that this ain't this ain't about lifting the weights, losing weight, getting in shape. This is about life. This is about life, man. Lifting weights is about life in my mindset. And I think everybody should put their mindset in that fits factor situation is the fact of this stuff is tough. This stuff is hard. This stuff is going to weigh you down. This stuff is going to take some effort to get off your chest, to get out of that hole. It's going to take some effort, man. Nobody's going to give you nothing. Like we said, the haves and the have-nots. It's not going to be an easy path to, to make yourself well off, to make yourself financially free. To make your family financially free, to make your grandkids well off, like it's not gonna be easy. So at the end of the day, man, I'm not in the weight room. I'm not in the weight room to lose weight. I'm not in the weight room to get stronger. I'm in the weight room to put weight on that bar, and I want to have that feeling consistently of getting pressure, attacking pressure, attacking heavy, attacking anything that's gonna weigh me down. And coming out of that and understanding that no matter what life throws at me, no matter what business throws at me, no matter how many times Dom Joe asked me about these numbers, we fight to the death. We fight to the death, man. We're going to come out of that hole no matter what. So however you can get yourself to that mindset, to the fact of I can handle more. I can handle more. I can take more. I still I got more for you. I got more for you. I'm coming for you every day. However you can get that mindset and then you can apply it to your life, apply it to your business, apply it to your goals, apply it to your everyday. They can't stop you. We out.